The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Football Podcast. From the Premiership to the Lone League, we've got it covered. Calm is alongside me. How you doing this week? Uh, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Yes, feeling feeling one hundred percent fit after a couple of weeks of that cold. You want to switch that? It's <laughs> <laughs> not going up. It's not going up. There we go. There we go. Love my God. Um, oh, it is a one take show, Carl. Honestly, one take. We press play and it's an hour and boom, that's it. So <laughs> unfortunately, that's why these things kind of get edited out. Um, <laughs> right, uh, how are you doing mate? How are you doing? There I'm doing well I'm Aye. doing well Cal uh, Tonight's running order for yourself And for our listeners We'll start with Hibs Move on to Hearts Discuss Edinburgh City And then it'll be Edinburgh Uni Civil and Spartans Oh and not forgetting our predictions At the end Short and sweet there But uh, we'll get there Okay Cal We'll start with Hibs They made the trip up to Aberdeen Last Saturday And uh, I think ordinarily you'd probably see a one-all draw away from home. Uh, you know, in the Pataudry. last few years at Pataudry, it would probably not be a bad result. But you've kind of got to feel that Hibs have let that one go, haven't they? hundred percent. It's two points dropped. Uh, there's, there's no getting away from it. Uh, there's no hiding. Uh, unfortunately for Big Christian Deutsch, who I imagine would love to be able to get away from this, but there's yeah, there's no way that. Hibs should have been coming down the roads with uh, just a point. Should have been all three. Realistically, should have been about three 0 which is exactly what I predicted. So thanks, <laughs> Christian. Um, no, it's it's it feels odd to say. I think if you'd asked a lot of Hibs fans, um, they would get two points out of the games against Celtic and Aberdeen. They'd have probably gone. You know what? That's not too bad. But then having definitely not. In these circumstances, yeah. I think I've been seeing these games. There's not a chance that Hibs are only taking two points. And we were we were messaging we were messaging each other, weren't we, during the game? And I said, uh, you know, Hibs are all over Aberdeen. And I said, you, just, you know what's going to happen. I mean, uh-huh. I think I text you pretty much saying that you know what's going to end up happening. Yeah, I mean, and then not long after it did. Well, no, I think it was about forty minutes after, but never mind. Uh, it wasn't that long after? <laughs> but no, I think. Uh, yeah, I think every man in their dug knew that Aberdeen... If you've ever seen an Aberdeen-Hibs game, they score the spawniest goals in the world. They are brutal to watch. They're not a football team. You know, they're an absolute gang, as was proven by two red cards, which should have been three. Uh, but, you know, they are just horrific. Uh, and... They try and bully off the park, but they score spawny goals. They put a ball into the box and just create chaos by just... It's like pinball. They throw each other about and... The frustrating, the, the frustrating thing for me, Callum, I think, is the fact that if you're going to keep one person quiet for Aberdeen, it has to be Cosgrove. Aberdeen. He is the main threat and he's the one that scores. Look, for me, that's, that's, that's hard to take. You know, without wanting to sound like... Uh, sort of clutching at straws etc but I mean Cosgrove shouldn't have been on the park mm. in the first place he, he was booked in the first half and in the second half he goes through Glenn Middleton and you know it's a second year 100% every day of the week um, but look this game isn't about Cosgrove it's not about Aberdeen it's all about the fact that Hibs and their failure to take their chances um, 
Cushion Dodge four four times you can class it as a one on one. I I mean, let him off the hook with the first one because it's right early on and he is forced wide. It's not a great through ball from Dal Horgan, so sort of let him off the hook with that one. The others though are almost unforgivable. The, he, the pass across one is a the, well, uh, yeah. I mean, he, the thing is, the second one I think he's he's stumbling and he could easily cut it back to Horgan. Who, to be fair, Daryl Horgan's record he might miss, but um, <laughs> the one where Allen is in acres is unbelievable. I mean, Christian Dodge looked like I do at fives <laughs> when, and there will be several people listening to this that can attest to the fact that I will, after about ten minutes or something on fives, uh, fives, I will stand at the top and just try and score. Um, and I miss chance after chance because I'm not very good at football. But I think that that's, that's exactly what it was. I mean, you listen to the commentators on the way home, well, sorry, the, the guys on Sports End that are saying, not at one point did I think that he looked confident that he was going to score. So could you... If you had a striker that was had no confidence that he wasn't at least trying to... Uh, if he was always trying to pass, if you know what I mean, Calvin, he was giving up these chances, you'd be screaming at him saying, shoot, shoot. you know, take these chances, be selfish, they're the well, things you no, would I say, think, I think, I think, ordinarily, like, three out of the four chances, I think his fans are like, fair enough, if he had squared it to Alan, yeah. but the thing is, football's a team game, your teammate's in a better position than you, he will, he will score, Yeah. that, gives you the two goal cushion you're coming down the road with three points and for me that is more important and I think he's been selfish and I know he's low on confidence and you know like there's there's nowhere for him to hide especially after you know the, the St Mirren game right at the start of the season he came off that horrific reviews yeah and you know it's not really gone right for him since uh, in terms of his goal scoring yeah well I mean he's a striker that's, I know, that's his I job um, I, look I, I feel sorry for him because I think that there is a player there you look at everything else that he's bringing to the table mm-hmm. and you're like well done his uh, movement against even his movement against Aberdeen to get in behind in those areas it's yeah. 100% he's doing the right thing yeah but my God, you have to be taking these chances. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's a the, the problem. The problem Hibs have right now, I think, in terms of the striking uh, area of the park, Cal, is the fact that Camberry, um, if Hibs are going more up front, Camberry is very difficult in that he's not going to hold the ball up. He's not really going to win much in the a, a, a battle against centre half. I think it's quite easy to be to be bullied. But he's probably more predatory in the box I mean, whereas Dodge can do the other side of the yeah. game but has put the ball so Hibs if they so, can I mean, combine the two the thing probably is, onto something the thing is if Canberry a lot of Hibs fans that have you know that are very much behind the heck and bottom out campaign they are still living off the disbelief that Neil Lennon was the best thing to come into Leith since sliced bread you mm. know and I think that they look at if you look back at that era uh, Canberra played up front by himself a lot during mm-hmm. the three to four months that Neil Lennon had Hibs playing a fantastic style of football but 
Hibs were better back then. I would probably say. Yeah. McGinn's, McGeoch's, Ambrose, etc. Ambrose at the back, absolutely. He had better players behind him. I would have yeah. probably said at that time. Um, None of which were new Lennon signings. Yeah, I think that, like they can't. I don't understand why Hibs don't try, uh, two up top. Agreed. Because. I think both of these players would benefit from it. Yep. You know. Agreed. Yeah, no, totally. Totally agree. Then, you know, Hibs fans moan that can't have X, Y and Zs in the team. So, yeah. it's, I mean, it puts Heckenbottom into a very difficult position because Dodge is already low on confidence. If he mm. drops him for the first game back after the international break, yeah. then that could be him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, like you say, Celtic Aberdeen undefeated, two points in those games. It's not. I, I'm trying to stay positive at this moment in time and, and say that, you know what, has he now? Has he now found a bit of a formation now? Has he found maybe, is he now starting to put personnel in the right areas? Calm. Is it going the right way? Yes and no. Um, I think. It's not been too bad, but realistically, Hibs are still sitting tenth in the league. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hibs come back off the international break, got some kind fixtures, Agreed. I think, yep. and, you know, come the start of November, I mean, obviously this is very much hoping for the best, Hibs could have three wins in a trot and be looking forward to a final mm-hmm. in the in the trade. So. Yeah, if we could quickly look at these ones, uh, these fixtures around the corner, Calum, it's, it's Hamilton away, the first game, uh, then it's Ross County at home, and then it's Livingston at home. So it's you know two home games out of three. Your away game is a team you would expect to, to beat. Yeah. So you're probably looking there, in, in my opinion, at, uh, if Hibs are serious about being yeah, top Hibs, six yeah, or, 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 or higher, then you've got to be probably between seven and nine points in those games. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, what, what you said last week about, I mean, we'll go on to speak about Hearts, but Heart, we'll know where Hearts are now with uh, the home game against Kilmarnock I think we will know where Hibs are after that game at Hamilton you know because I think realistically Hibs just need a little spark and I know that's another cliche but if Hibs can get that win against Hamilton and if Dodge can get a goal then I mean remember what Sam Cosgrove was like when he first came up Honking. Uh, absolutely brutal mm. could not Hit a barn door. Yes, thank you. I was going to say something dirtier, but I got around for that, so I'm glad you cleaned that up. Um, yes, I think that, yeah, Hibs have a very kind run yep. leading into the semi, and for where Hibs should be, that should be nine points, eh? None of this seven malarkey. <laughs> that should be nine. Mm. I mean, I'm saying should be. You know, should be nine points. I'm not saying it will be, but I'm saying that it should be nine points. Other things that are up in the open here, Calm, the last sort of points here. Glenn, Mid- Glenn Middleton's Twitter was an interesting one, wasn't it? Just during well, the week there. I don't know. I don't know. I think perhaps he's taken some feedback from Rangers. Off Rangers fans, perhaps. Uh, I saw a ridiculous rumour doing corrections that. Uh, Middleton was going back to Rangers and Griffiths was coming to Hibs because he'd been sacked by Celtic um, but that's the beauty of Scottish football it never never ceases to amaze I never personally seen Glenn Middleton's Twitter but uh, yeah. do you think it was maybe just maybe take advice in the club to maybe just tone it down I, I don't know what did but he then, have I, I'm not, I don't know what he had I don't know I, I, at no point did he have any sort of 
tweets that were like I love Hibs yeah <laughs> I hate Rangers bio. you know like nothing I think it was like on loan at Hibbert and like he had a couple of photos in that like I mean strange yeah I, I, I don't know strange is to completely know. remove it though <laughs> no but the thing is people are putting two and two together yeah, here and trying to come up with you know a new compound element so yeah another thing I suppose is I, I, a Greg's rumour the one you hear in the queue when you're getting your tuna big softy mind them back no such a thing uh, mind them back in the day ah, right. no anymore no anymore it's all about oval bites now eh? is that the still things uh, I can get a wee Mexican chicken over by they are class, like <laughs> they are class. Um, <laughs> sorry I digress but the rumour I heard there Cameron I was in the queue uh, was, you did um, not hear this rumour this is absolute <laughs> nonsense this is no. just you stirring Stirring. Heckenbottom's old team Barnsley oh. Heckenbottom loved in Barnsley Barnsley sacked the manager on uh, Monday there I think do you think? no you do not think? no I, I, I do not Greg's in the mind, son. No, that's what you said, Jeff. Oh, did I? Ah, you oh. said, uh, right. I do not think that Bottom <laughs> will be going back to Barnsley. I think that, um, yeah, it'll probably be like the Stubbs to Hibs rumour, which would be a horrendous appointment mm. for Hibs if they got Stubbs. Yeah, that's, horrific. That ship is sailed, I think. Yes. Uh, okay. Moving on to. Hearts Callum <coughs> well this time last week we said or you said yeah I said we'd really know where Hearts are have they turned that corner was it just a flash in the pan and it well it's looking more like the pan it is looking more like the latter yes I think that it's like injuries of course I was going to say that we'll I mean, come to that in course, a bit but Course, but the the chances Hearts missed on Saturday are unforgivable. The the way they were set up at the start of the game is unforgivable. I think that I listened to Craig Levine's post match and he dropped a wee sweary in and he you could tell, you could hear the emotion mm-hmm. in his voice mm-hmm. and the frustration and I, I genuinely thought he was on the verge of tears um, during that interview on so Saturday. I've had to watch that hard team every, <laughs> every week <laughs> but um, you know he's coming up <coughs> big statements yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. players will not need to knock on my door to ask why they're not playing because you know it's not good enough I've protected them for too long and I think he's starting to really feel the pressure with things like that. I think, I think massively. Yeah. I think the thing is, you go to Easter Road, you get the three points, come from behind victory, mm-hmm. character, the fans, like are in that post derby bubble. Yep. More than happy to just you know what I we can, but you know you follow that up with you know the the penalty win against Aberdeen, which. You know, you said last week it was, what, 30 seconds away from being a 2-1 defeat? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I still think Hearts fans would have been like, oh, sorry, on to St Mirren, nil-nil draw, and then, you know, it's another another week, no goals scored. Um, don't start with a striker at home on Saturday. Hmm. Which is, is bad. I, I don't want to sound like Mikey Stewart, but, you know, I think it's absolutely baffling that 
Levine decides to bring on Stephen McLean at half time when if you've got a striker there why why is he not why is he not playing because he had Aidan Keane on the bench as well mm. Mm. you know so why why are these if you've got a striker why not playing them yeah. it's called Marnock I know that they've to be fair actually I think we were we wrote them off a lot last week uh, but they have turned a corner I think seven seven of the last eight games they've kept they've a clean got, sheet they've, they've, got, they've got decent players that know this that know this level yeah. that can that, that can finish and let's be honest I think they, they were on that sort of crest of a wave kind of is that the right word phrase something like that mm-hmm. uh, under Steve Clark and they were punching above their weight a little bit but they've still got good players Callum I mean, yeah, Brophy's I mean, a good player Power and is it Power and Dicker, um, and Dicker are good yeah. and Finlay at the back they've got they've got yeah. Stephen O'Donnell I mean they've got players that of course are there they do. Uh, Chris Buck who yeah. pops up it's definitely not his goal uh, Chris Buck pops up with I mean experienced Scotland International played good level down south mm-hmm. Rangers up here obviously so yeah. he in no way is taking credit for that goal hmm. he gets the head on it and it comes <laughs> off I actually think it comes off Mulroney's arm and then deflects past Pereira but <sighs> Chris Buck's one of the smallest men on the park mm shouldn't be winning is he trying to is Levine trying to overcomplicate things here you know I know we, we speak about the infamous uh, with his whole Scotland tenure is all around the 4-6-0 and he's trying to be too clever just it sounds daft but go back to basics eh I'm just thinking Play that camp f- Mike yeah, Bassett that's it thank you 4-4-2 I was going to, to say Brian Blessed but I was like <laughs> that's definitely 4-4-2 <laughs> <laughs> no no but just no, but I, no, go I back think, to basics like, yeah 100% and, yeah well albeit Hearts might need to find two strikers but well it's McLean Keener there you go there's two yeah, I'm, they're talking about Levine in his interview injuries after the break so sorry injuries coming back after the break so <sighs> You've got to think positively. That the, the, there's no doubt that the guys that are coming back are a step up in quality. Will make a difference. Hearts should improve. Mm-hmm. My one thing is, what if it doesn't improve? Mm-hmm. What yeah. if it doesn't? You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah agreed. Which you know, Stephen Naismith and the team, hundred percent, is going to drag Hearts on. He's going to find little pockets of space. Yeah. He's but gonna, how's he going to? How's he going to be when he comes back, Calm? I mean, how old is he now? 33. 33? Injuries have been a real factor in his last, career. His last sort of two, three years. He needs, yeah. he needs slowly... Managed. managed. Absolutely. But the problem is, Hearts are toiling, you know, and look, I'm not like both Edinburgh clubs are absolutely toiling. Agreed. But Hearts got that great win and look like they've slipped back again, mm-hmm. whereas... Hibs have taken that and gone the sort of other way are looking a little bit more well, positive. Three, three draws in a row mm-hmm. away to, in a away to Killy mm-hmm. yeah, clean sheet and then two one all draws with teams that finished Celtic above. and Aberdeen like, yeah. I mean the thing is Hibs have played teams that all finished above them last year mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. three games mm-hmm. um, two away from home and picked up decent enough results mm-hmm. with Hearts you know fair enough Aberdeen finished above Hearts but you know, Kilmarnock also, but St Mirren were second yeah. bottom of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they, but also they lost, you know, they, they lost yeah. to Kilmarnock. So, so. Um, 
I think something I said probably after the Motherwell Cup game, Callum, is I'm con- on the main content with Hearts away from home. Um, you know, think about the last sort of two league away games. They've picked up a point on the road to St Mirren. I mean, either way, you could say it's is that a good point or a bad point. I'm not very sure. Probably more the bad, but at least they never lost. And then they won away to Hibs because I, I, yeah. I do feel they're better suited to playing away from home. Yeah, hundred percent. I understand that. But the thing is, we are what, the Derby. And you're not playing a striker at home. Derby was what three, four weeks ago. Yeah. And we are sitting here talking about that as if it was last week. Last week. Yeah. You know that's that's the problem. But we can't sit here and look at positives. Um, Machino looking good. Uh, we'll shoot from anywhere. Shots were pretty pony, to be honest. But <laughs> like, at least I think if there's a like player him. like Naismith like and a player him. like Walker in or around him, yeah, I think so some too. someone else creative that he can bounce off. I think that more will come from him. But I think right now he looks very, very out of sorts because of what was around them. Um, I'm thinking here. Naismith's style of play I, I'm thinking in my head here a player that likes to maybe drop in doesn't he mm-hmm. he likes to come off the front and drop in I think Machino needs somebody that's going to go in behind but I, I like Machino he's always on that half no, turn no but the thing is they, like Hearts could play the classic Christmas tree and they could play Machino and Naismith off someone mm, okay Okay, and or maybe Walker and Machino off someone you know, to give Naismith that sort of because mm. Naismith can play in behind. You know, he's done it. He's done it before. He, we're he, complicating again, though, Callum, aren't we? But we're complicating. Ah, but we can things. complicate it. <laughs> we're not in charge of hearts. We can sit here and come up with seventeen different formations and however many players to fill them. Of course, we can sit here and do that. Because, but the thing is, we've got to sit here and do that mm. because of where hearts are. Um, you know, the seven home games without a win dates back to the thirtieth of March beating Aberdeen um, last time Hearts went I think it's the longest period of time but I mean obviously the summer break was in there so it's well, it's technically the longest time period that Hearts have gone without oh, a win at home mm. uh, I think the last time it happened was nine games in the relegation season um, which again understandable it must have been nine games in between them playing Hibs um, <laughs> <coughs> no so I <sighs> I don't I don't see how it gets better. The next home game after the international break, not a chance Hearts are picking up three points. Well, not the way that Rangers are going, Callum, but would it surprise you? Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Nah, I'm you're not, right, you're I mean, right, you're right. Because for me, Callum, Tynecastle has changed oh, a little bit since this. Not a little bit, massively. It was Tynecastle, a poisonous place to go, wasn't it? Tynec- you, how many times did you hear players... Uh, fans thought about like favourite away days, Hearts, you know, fantastic atmosphere, best atmosphere in the country, and you know it was absolutely brilliant, uh, tiny, like a few years ago. Now, so what's changed? Could it be down to just the style of play that and that type of thing that it really has just? Well, no, because Hearts have had bad teams before, mm. you know, and there's always been something that I mean, I think Jeffrey's second spell. Start um started off uh, fantastically, but then it's dipped dramatically before he got the sack. And you know, I think like Hearts Hearts have had to sit through like your Stevie Frails and uh what was it what was it Baldy Glasses McGlynn 
McGlynn. Um, you know, Hearts have had to sit through these these Hearts fans, sorry, have had to sit through these. So I don't think that it's necessarily the style of play because, well, if you believe the media, the the hype has always been about Hearts being that big physical team and never playing sort of fast flowing attractive football. I mean, but I don't think it's anything to do with the style of play or because if you're turning up and your team's winning then you'll sing about them. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it is more the... Well, I don't know. I don't know, but... I don't know. You sort of, like, threw me with asking me about the, <laughs> the atmosphere. No, it's not the atmosphere. It's just that it seems to have lost... Because we're, see, we're going way back now, you know, not not one league win since way back in March. It's, what... What, I mean, what, I, what like, changed here? I understand... Well, but then... I, I think the atmosphere at has been poor for a couple of years now. Mm. If if I'm honest I, and yeah it's who knows I, I don't know I don't know I mean when Hibs built the new stand went through a period Agreed, of yeah. atmosphere being non-existent yeah it was pitiful and then singing section was founded and then you know it slowly right, got back so I mean, yeah. yeah like there's there's still an atmosphere at Easter Road but Tiny, I think you're you're toiling. I mean, was it perhaps the songbook getting ripped up after Hibs won the cup? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Well, we'll look at the three games, Calm that that uh, Hearts come back to. So it's Rangers but... at home, Livy away, St Johnston away. Two away mm-hmm. games at the three. Now, look, Rangers. I think the way that they're playing, the fact that they're top of the league now, they have. I mean, a lot of pressure will be on them. So. Well, actually, they probably won't be top of the league because Celtic will probably win on the Saturday because that's a Sunday game. So, but it's it's a massive game. I think that the Rangers will probably come away with three points. Livy, look, it's a game that Hearts should be winning, 100%. Mm. But if we look at what happened at the Tony Macaroni last season... Oh, he's tough. And that pitch... Well, look at Celtic as well. Celtic they buried, they, you know, they, yeah. they put Celtic so, to the sword, didn't they? I mean, if Kevin Clancy is the referee with Ryan Christie's challenge, you know, both players get a yell. <laughs> but, no, I think it, it's going to be tough. Livy's pitch, the form hearts are in. The fact that you're not wanting to risk guys just coming back from injury... Agreed, on an Astro. ...on that surface. Agreed. So, I mean, because literally, studs get caught, one quick turn of pace, boom, they're out for six months. Mm-hmm. And that would lie squarely with Levine. You know, you can't blame the pitch for that when you know that the pitch is shocking don't play these guys yeah and then St Johnston fighting for their lives down the bottom end exactly and St Johnston have got better Stephen May has now scored mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we're talking about hearts and home wins Stephen May scoring goals is a sort of similar length of time yeah Stephen May uh, it's, if he can recover even like half the player that he was mm. will be tough to handle Agreed. so look Realistically, for me, it should be six points for Hearts, mm. but I'm thinking. I, I think, I'm I, thinking probably either four or but five. Again, but again, I'm saying it should be. It yeah. should be six points. Yeah. In in reality, it it could be two. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, <laughs> could be one. None. Even perhaps. Exactly. Okay. Right, Calm. Moving on to Edinburgh City. Yes. And it's um, disappointing. Given that they were right up there, they're playing a, te- a, playing a team that they were, I suppose, a, a, a league position rival. Uh, yeah. You know that that second v third there. And, yeah. Uh, and 
mean, fair play to Cowan Beat against six league wins in a row. Yeah, now. six league wins in a row, and they are just solid. You know, they get that goal in front and pretty much just held on. Um, I think the second half was pretty much a non-event, judging by the highlights. There, there, there were not many. Uh, I think I think it's a bad goal for City to lose. I think the boy Cox is just played on by Liam Henderson, from my angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, from my view on the on the highlights there, and to be fair, he could have had a penalty from Balatoni. Uh, Big Conrad puts in a challenge that does not look pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cox gets up and just. Uh, slots it past uh, McAdam so it's a poor goal for Edinburgh City to lose but they had their chances before I mean it was a scrappy game by the looks of it I think the weather certainly played a part in all this weekend's fixtures but City go down to 10 men before the break and that's really where I don't know. Wrap the game up. I don't see. I don't know. I, I, That's probably the worst thing to happen, though, as well, because, like you say, Cowdenbeath had a lead. Mm-hmm. They probably were content just to sit in, make it tough, yeah. hit sit in the break, pick them off, try that sort of style of play, yeah, and fair play to them. And, and listen, I, I'd probably do the exact same, Cal, in that situation. And then when you go down to 10, then that's just eating out of Cowdenbeath's hands. Yeah, it? 100%. They were more than happy to just to sit on that. I mean, the red cards, for me, um, Thompson goes in about 30 seconds before great tackle but it sort of goes back to another can be but it gets back into position ball's breaking boy knocks it just to the side Thompson comes in cleans him out <sighs> seen them given it's one of those that you're not happy if it's against your team you're like oh five years ago that's never a yet I read <laughs> you know uh, 20 years ago that's that's not even a booking so <sighs> 100% seen them given can 100% see why the referee's given it but I think the referee produces the red based on the reaction of 5 or 6 Cowden Beath players mm. who are straight in the face of uh, Craig Thompson absolutely berating him and mm. you know it's absolutely embarrassing mm. I think because <coughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't like a horror tackle it wasn't like a Ryan Christie horror tackle mm-hmm. it was you know, it was a bad tackle. So, I think that ah, it's tough. Mm. It's tough. It's one of those uh, I that think, I just yeah. I don't know. Could have gone either way. Could have been a yellow or or a red. I think. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I think teams understand that, that Craig Thompson does pick up a lot of bookings, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And he has had. Yeah. He, he, how many reds has he had in Edinburgh City shirt? Oh, a few. Well, yeah. He was suspended at the start of this season. Yeah, I don't know if that was was that a yellow or red. I, I can't quite remember. But, I mean, but he's, he's he doesn't a, he doesn't hold anything back in a tackle. That's yeah. that's for certain. You know, he goes in to win. The he's ball. almost a book in a game. Yeah, which and yeah. I think referees yeah. probably know uh, that. I, so I think like that sort of reputation precedes you, and unfortunately, he's got to deal with that. But I mean, talking about Edinburgh City and their chances, a great great chance for Robbie McIntyre has to score. I think you were yeah, seeing that one. There's a few at chances at a good time, wasn't there, for them? Yeah, I mean, no, no. still no, no. Alec Harris hits the post after a nice wee move between him and Shepard. Shepard does really well to win the ball, gets a great ball in. He wins the ball, Connery to yard box, few steps, fires a ball across the, uh, the, sorry, the six yard line, and 
I'm just sitting there going, where's Blair Henderson? You're just expecting him to be there almost <laughs> because it's the chance that he would have absolutely thrived on last mm. year, just been there, tapped in. Christ, I'm boring myself. No. Um, <laughs> and, you know, City would have had the lead. I think that they're missing him, but I have heard he's back training, so hopefully won't be won't be too long. Um, but, I mean, counting Beath, I think the boy Craig Barr, I think they got got him in off Wraith Rovers in the summer, um, playing at the back has was basically the reason that they they picked up three points was very solid. But I think if it had remained eleven against eleven, City would have come back and won. And you know it's disappointing, but bigger picture, Cove lost their first game mm. this season. Yeah, remain within that three points. Fair point. Could be that, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's one of them, those really. If you could, if you could, at least yeah. drawn or won that game, and Cove have lost their game, it's like you've, isn't it typical? Isn't it you lose, Cove lose their game, yeah. but you you unfortunately lose theirs. Well, eh, well, if you're saying if if boys are maybe on their way back, Calms would be a good thing. They've got a free week this week. I think it's the yeah. Iron Brew, etc. International break, all that into one. So, free week, but they come back and it's the Scottish Cup as well. So. A tie in a, in a week's time where they will be the strong favourites, won't they? Um, hundred percent. I think they, especially with it being now moved to a Friday night. Um, I think they'll come through that quite comfortably uh, against Banks of D. Mm. So yeah. Okay. You tired, pal? I don't know what's going on. Eh? <laughs> Honestly, I've nineteen times this episode. Right, moving on to our uh, Lowland League sides, Calum. And it's uh, we'll start with the game you were at, Calum. You were. You went down to, to Petherm Mill there uh, to oh. see Ember Uni against Gretna cake offering. Um, Too hungover oh. to even attempt. Oh, mate, I mean, I went inside at half time because it was absolutely bucketing down, but I didn't even look to try and get something. I was, I was goosed there. Eh? <laughs> like, um, I think I got up at half two and like I just missed kick off, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, well, the missing kickoff part means I must be rubbing off. <laughs> I know. Eh? Um, no, by much. Like no, by much. Yeah. Uh, so one all, calm. One all. What was your take? Like the first forty-five minutes, possibly the worst forty-five minutes of football I have ever seen in my life. How long have you been watching Hibs on a weekly basis? I mean, too long. <laughs> honestly, there wasn't a shot on target. Too many balls were getting. Overhit, underhit, wrong passes were getting pit. It was absolutely rotten. Um, it was that bad. Chris Humphrey, Chris Humphrey thought uh blah. What's his name? Chris Humphrey. There we are. Mm-hmm. Chris Humphrey took himself off after about twenty seven minutes. Like I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, subbed himself off. Um, brutal, brutal first half. But it was. It's that sort of game. I think both teams knew. The importance of it, mm. you know, relegation rival, etc. And just both teams too scared to lose the game. Which. Oh. You can understand that. Yeah, I, I can completely understand, but in the second half, <coughs> I don't think the conditions helped either. You know, the pitch at Edinburgh Uni is possibly one of the best in the league. You know, you're going to struggle to find a more well kept pitch than that, but. Mm. I think that, you know, it was so wet. Um, mm. But 
into the second half in the uni, got the first shot on target, which was pretty tame. <sighs> they were the better team in that second half. Took the game to Gretna. Uh, Dorian made a change at half time, which I think worked. Um, brought on Aidan Kemp, put Ross Waters to left back. Aidan Kemp giving them more more up top. But, you know, they had. You know, uni like to get in behind either on the right or the left hand side. The balls, but I mean, it just wasn't working, the final ball. And then they took the lead with what. I thought would be a winner because I'm sitting there and as time was ticking on I'm like the only way someone's winning this is if there's a mistake a deflection a fluke or you know like a sort of oh that's never happening again type yeah. goal and you know in where you need to get a free kick 25-30 yards Matt Water steps up second half sub and hits it wall jumps deflection off the wall Ron Foot's the keeper Keeper's already diving one way. I think he probably mm-hmm. would have got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes into the back of the net, and I'm thinking, yes, here we go. Here we go. The curse is going to be broken. <laughs> I will see Edinburgh Uni win for the first time. And it was like the light switch for Gretna. It was the worst thing Edinburgh Uni could do was score mm-hmm. because all of a sudden they came flying at the traps. It was like, where have you been the whole game? Mm-hmm. You've no kicked the ball, and now... All of a sudden, you're everywhere. Like Gretna were by far the better team. As soon as Edmund scored, they had uh, one. I don't know how it didn't go in. Boy, it's a shot. Uh, scramble in the box. Somehow turned over the bar. Claims for a penalty. Definitely seen them given. Mm. Uh, probably was more of a penalty. But then the Gretna equaliser comes from corner. Set it out. Boy hits an absolute thunder strike. <laughs> a thunder strike. That. I was like, I can't, I can't see what I'm gonna like, what I mean here. So no, he hits an absolute rocket. Um, it was in the back of the net before the keeper moved. Goal of season. Best goal I've seen so far this season. Yeah, well, like it was. Get the mile to get snatched. No. no. Second best goal you've seen this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was a cracker. Um, absolutely nothing. Can't take anything away from the boy. Seven minutes to go, and then it just got right scrappy again. Uni had, Uni then came back into it. Had had a wee half, couple of half chances. Ball went out of the box the last minute. Mix up at the back post. The header back across goal was awful. The referee called time on it, and I think you know one all does nothing for either side. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it was disappointing. I really liked the look of the boy, uh, Robbie Sinclair, in the middle of the park for Edinburgh Uni. Honestly, he's about three foot four, but I actually think Nicky Reid's taller than him. But <laughs> very very tidy on the ball, mm-hmm. um, good range of passing, and you know kept Mark Waters on the bench for, which you know you know how highly I speak yeah. him. But mm-hmm. I mean I think. I was, yeah, disappo- I was disappointed. Yeah. I was disappointed. I came away. Well, they were. They were <sighs> to quote you there, Calm. They were. They were a thunder strike away there from putting six points between them and getting mm-hmm. at the bottom, weren't they? Really, that's yeah. frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. I mean, it it really is, and you know they'll come away from that and go. Uh, but I don't think they have anything to fear from getting that. Mm. You know, I think that they are. 
100% a team in transition and it's the worst time to be a team in transition because this league you can't afford to be that anymore yeah uh because I think that once you're out, you're out. Yeah, they have they have <laughs> they have some players that uh, certainly very capable, but you know I think the boy uh, Roger Rogers came off the bench, and wow, well, it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, few dodgy haircuts they had, but you know. <laughs> I think yeah, certainly. The problem you've got now in the lone league, isn't it? I think you're going to see is when you get relegated at this league, you're going to struggle. You're going to probably take four or five years for the other teams that come up. For you to then have a chance again because it is yeah. the East of Scotland Premier yeah. is that strong. Yeah, there's 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 going to be over the next four or five years the university teams, the Gretna, Vale, Gala, they'll be are, are going to fall out of the league, which is a shame. Um, but you know it's uh, football at the end of the day, so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, Calm not to. <laughs> On that note, God, the violin's about to get drawn into my bedroom. The, the, um, You've not got a violin, shut up. <laughs> they come back when they are free week this week. They uh, will have Cumbernauld Colts away. That's tough, isn't it? Is that in the league? I think so. Because they're out of the Scottish as well. 26th of October. So that's two weeks? Yeah. A that's week, two weeks. A week's time. The next game. No, 26th of October. Oh, right. Interesting. Is because this weekend's the 12th Aye, right? so 7 days after that would be the 19th mm-hmm. and then man. 7 man. days after that would be the 26th yeah so 2 weeks perhaps well <laughs> not, not perhaps if you said it's the 26th it might get moved I'm saying it might oh, get moved it might get I'll moved. move you <laughs> uh, coming all the way the next fixture that's coming tough, up certainly tough, for, for Edinburgh Uni tough game tough game eh? tough, I mean coming all uh, we don't know We like you know they're drawing 4 all with the University of Stirling they're beating Kelty Hearts. They're getting beat off. Well, actually, you know, I was going to say they're getting beat off several, but I mean, what a result that is. Yeah. Um, you know, so not a clue about Cumbernauld. But it will be a tough game regardless on the road. 100%, yes. Right, Cal, moving on to civil service strollers. Yes. And, well, it was looking great for them, wasn't it? It yeah, was looking really good. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, 10 minutes to go, and we're looking at three wins on Saturday. You know, we've got Hibs in the bag, we've got Edinburgh Uni in the bag, we've got Civil in the bag, and you're thinking, what a podcast we've got into. And then for Civil's point of view, Cal, I know they wouldn't have been, obviously the players in the park couldn't have known, but, uh, you know, Spartans were losing at that time Spartans as well. So, you know, for, for Civil's point of view... Civil, a, uh, Civil's point of view, obviously, not the podcast. Yeah, yeah from Civil's point of view, they were... Yeah, I oh. think I think it would have been, and the thing is, they would have uh, stretched the gap between themselves and East Stirling, and then it's just uh, look. I don't like being too harsh when it comes to, uh, but it's it's two poor goals to lose from Sybil's mm. point of view. I I think that that's that's the thing that really really disappoints you um, I'm not going to even say anything about a civil goal because the more I don't talk about Hodge <laughs> he's absolutely flying so I'm not yep. going to I'm not going to say anything Just, I'm going to move on you can talk about that goal but I want to keep him flying I was going to say the same uh, thing Cal, <laughs> <laughs> I know um, look, I mean I think you were very impressed with Shanley the other week I think had a great chance what a save from the Shire keeper to keep that um, well we would have made it 1-0 to Seville but I mean I think they had great chances in the first half but I think the the, the free kick just catches uh, Josh Donaldson out um, it's you know it's 
what it reminded me of was Hartley against Zibby in the 2006 semi-final. Oh, don't go there. Uh, like that's, <laughs> like, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, oh no. Um, and then it's a free header for uh, the winner from Dishington, who, you know, several know well yeah. from several games against Spartans. So, uh, yeah, it's it's disappointing. I think personally, Calm, where I am from Civil, I just think it's another. They seem to have. Well, you look at the results, Calm, in the league, they have like win, win, loss. Yeah, win, win, loss. Win, loss. Win, 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 loss. Uh, the, the thing, and I just think. I almost, it's like they run out of legs. It's like yeah, they have. Maybe yeah, run out of steam a little bit. I mean, I made this point, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but we talk about hearts and injuries. Right? And I'm going to stick up for civil service here. Because. Strollers and injuries, they've got far too many of them, and mm. it's like it's on certain areas as well, isn't it? Ridiculous injuries that they're getting, yeah. like um, the way the way certain boys are getting injured is oh, yeah. and you know it really really affects them. You know, Jack Denny was on course to win the Ballon d'Or. You know, that's <laughs> but I think I think going to have to wait another for, year for civil. It's like. Injuries all in the same area of the park. It's not that you've got like a right mid injured, a oh, left really? mid injured. I mean, we can because pick, you, we you can go, pick like six starters. Yeah, but what I mean is that you know Turnbull, McKee, there's two defenders. Mm. You go Guff and Downey, there's two players in that sort of hole. Right. You know, Churchy, again that we can leave. Well, but he's another player that likes to be that sort of forward player, wide area. It just seems you're to clutch me clutch in there. No, but I, I just I, I see players though. Clutching with that one, I can understand what you're. Well, there's certainly four players there that can all play in in two mm. positions it's not like it's spread out there it's, uh, it's it's tough it's tough I think that's a valid point Cam you can have that head, head um, all you um, want but I I was, uh, I, 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 all I did was nod I just nodded um. at you um, you're the one that wants to put this on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> no um, look it's disappointing but you, you look at the results they've had this year so I agree I think maybe it is just backing up a Wednesday night with a Saturday performance and it's another away game mm-hmm. it's another tough away game I mean Civil must have played pretty much all the I mean like almost all the big teams away from home they've had Kelly away they've had East Kilbride away come they've all the way East Allen away East Allen away I mean, tough games I mean Gretna away no <laughs> <laughs> no uh, but Saturday Saturday's massive yeah I mean it's they've had a week to prepare for it um, I'm sure they'll have learnt from the mistakes that they made. Well, if they didn't, then yeah, but last year. But without question, regardless, it's going to be a tough, tough. Game. It's going to be a tough game. Of course it is. But the one thing, look, Kelly at home, unbelievable, fantastic. I don't think they'll drop points at home this season. Don't think they will. Away from home though. Games are tighter. They are not on the main. Yeah, games are tighter. Not, they're not as invincible as losing at Cumbernauld. But if, yeah, wobbled at Stirling Uni before coming home in the quite half. comfortably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely wobbled um, in that first half. Toiling. Mm. I think realistically, how do you deal with Nathan Austin? I think if anyone knows, answers on a postcard. <laughs> God knows. Um, <laughs> Unless you can somehow like clone him and have him defending against them. So, I mean, like it's his pace. It's his pace. He fast. Uh, yeah. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the film? Longest show. That's it. He's a fast. He needs. Uh, it's, it's, it's like the. Uh, it's the. Uh, um, 
Ah, he's, he's, he's ridiculous. Um, so, look, they're gonna they're gonna find it tough. But look, East Kilbrides when they came to the Christie Gallas last year, mm, true. They got sent home with their tails between their legs. There's gonna have to be a game plan there. You're right. They're gonna have. To, oh, I mean, they're gonna have to deal with the game plans in Gary Jardin. Come on. Yeah, they go hand in hand, but. You're right. They've got big players who you have to you have to stop. Yeah, I think. I mean, look, several are going to have to be on eights and nines. Kelty have got to have you know four or fives. Yeah, agreed. Well, I mean, just a just like a few on four or fives because I think mm. they've got a fantastic like a couple of fantastic players, and then it's like filled in with like good players, guys like Gary Chen. <laughs> 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 uh, tough. It'll be a tough one. I mean, it's going to be like you say, Cal Kelly at home. I think you're right. I think the yeah, it's it's almost impossible to see them maybe dropping points there. Maybe maybe yeah. one draw, yeah. but away from. But home, the thing is, right. it's a cup tie as well. Nothing to lose. Yeah, true. May as well just go for it. Yeah. And the thing is, Kelty's focus is surely not on the South Challenge Cup. True. Now nah, you're right, Cam. You it's know, all on. It's um, all on the league for them. It's it's all about league and it's all about. So I mean, if you've got guys that can have a wee rest, you know. Why not? Yeah. Why Why risk Austin? Totally. Why risk Austin? Totally. No. Yeah. No, you're right. You're bang on, Cam. Right, moving on to Spartans, and I, I didn't see this coming. I did no. not see it coming. Um, shocker. Could you say perhaps shocker. it was a a Scottish Cup hangover? Perhaps maybe it was that elation, you know, to have that nightmare weekend, that well, elation. How many times have we spoke about it, Cam? We spoke about it last year, didn't we? I mean, that she brought back down to earth with an absolute thump. That, mm. I mean... Look, I said it before, and I'll say it again. My opinion of Cali Braves has not changed. I don't think they're that good, but if you sit off a team and let them pass the ball around you, then they're gonna beat you. And that's, I mean, that third goal just summed up that sort of. Hmm. They, like, they had so much space. Yeah. And look, I think I'm more annoyed because Spartans were my banker this weekend. <laughs> they were my hundred percent. I'm getting points, Spartans. No. Mm. Uh, I've spoke to, I've spoke to Subo, and I, I think he just put it down just to, to one of those games where you just, just you just, yeah, just you're just not at it. You're just not at it. Unfortunately, the thing is, Spartans had eight or nine boys not at. It. Yeah. You know, he says that. that. He said as a team like, they weren't at, it. and I think, I think I'm right thinking back to Subo I think Subo holds his hands up we praised him and Aaron saying there won't be many teams that will have beat yeah. them in midfield battle but he holds his hands up and, and admits they didn't they win that battle didn't on win there the midfield battle I mean yeah it's look it's disappointing um, it's a real setback for the Spartans I think because you know the league form had been very encouraging well they, they look that, around them now they look around them Calum, and they, they now see Civil lost East Colbride lost yeah. They would have beat Cali Braves, all teams in that area. What yeah. a weekend it could have been for them with three points. Yeah, I know. But I mean, it's also back on the fact that, you know, it's games in hand that they've got, yes. Mm. It's not as important as points on the board. And they do not want to rack up like points on the board, like, sorry, games in hand where they're like, oh, sorry, we've got three games in hand, we can cash them. You know, points on the board, this should have been a win. Yeah. It's a disappointing result. Agreed. And I don't Agreed. want to speak about it that much. Yeah. So let's move on to Stirling Uni at home when they the Challenge Cup this yeah, weekend. South Challenge. So on 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 the flip side, I think if if we're honest, I, th- I think Spartans aren't, aren't going to. I think it's Kelty. I think it's Kelty. Let's be honest. The league, I think, is going to be Kelty or Bonnig. Those. Yeah, two I mean, I, I think I think that 
look, unless you are the most optimistic of BSC, East Stirling, uh, you've like fan, it's it's Kelty. And like the thing is, if Kelty aren't winning the league, then Kelty will go out and get players that will get them the league. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is the state that we are in, and I think that I think that they will. They will, they will win the league. So when I'm going with this point, Callum, is Spartans aren't going to win the Scottish Cup. <laughs> they may get a good run, but they're not, they're not, they're not going to win it. So now it's down yeah, to this for me. Imagine they did, Christ, what a podcast <laughs> that would be. <laughs> uh, but it's down to this now, I think, for me. Yeah, um, didn't have a great run in it last year. And I think that especially winning in these early rounds will set you up because I think your Kelties, I, I don't know how seriously. I think obviously they'll want to win as much as they can this year, but you you want to win the league. Cups aren't that important, mm. and I think we're Kelties. So I mean, like I think the Swans have a right good chance. Stirling Uni at home, I think I think that's a yeah. I think it's a great game to bounce back in. Mm. Stirling Uni, known for being very tough to beat, very hard to break down, but. They're on a bit of a stinker right now. They got thumped off the LBT 3-0 at the well, weekend. Well, the last four league games, Callum, it's loss, 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 draw. Ah, so I think... Not on a good run. Yeah, I think for me it'll be a Spartans win. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I won't be there, but I'll be back in a Spartans win. I agree. OK, Callum, moving on to the final part, more or less, Callum, the, the wrapping up of, of the predictions. So obviously, there's only two... Games this, this weekend, weekend for our for yeah. our sides that we fall. So we're going to chuck in a Scotland like we did last time. We're not <coughs> going to put in the Scotland game on Thursday night. It's just it's unfair, I think, to it's some people. Close. Close yeah, to I mean, oh, I, what we could do is we could. Mate, we, we would get it wrong. <laughs> like we would get it wrong, and someone. Yeah, like, but, we'll put, but, we'll, but we'll have Russia to win. No, we won't. I don't know. No, we won't. Well, I might get a point. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, why we're not doing it. Uh, okay. So it'll be it'll be Scotland when they play on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. so it can we'll start alphabetical order. Simple as that. Civil service, Kelly. Two one, civil. Oh wow! So I think Kelly will be under the weather. Yeah. Two one. Do it. Two one civil. Unf- unfortunately, guys, I, I think Kelly. Will want to keep his momentum going. I don't <coughs> think. Bottom I don't, yeah, I don't think they will rest players. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. <coughs> Bottom Merson. Sorry. I, I think. Bottle. One three. One three. Yeah. <coughs> I think so. Bad. Uh, prove me wrong, please. Prove me wrong. Right. Uh, Spartans. We still in uni. Three 0 Spartans. Three 0 Spartans. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think bouncing back and bouncing back well. Yeah, I will go. 2-1 Spartans okay yeah I think 2-1 Spartans right Scotland and San Marino I'm going to go Scotland 7 San Marino now 7-0 7-0 eh? Scotland home yeah. Scotland are at home yeah 6-0 6-0 yeah okay okay good anything from the weekend anybody having a fight with shoe at Pepper <laughs> no, no Um I got I got tell off for Sweden the podcast last week, so I'm not gonna. Where you from? Oh boy, it's like what are you doing? It's like, sorry, da. <laughs> so I mean, when the big man speaks, you listen. So um, very true. Aye, uh, there was a guy swaggered in, with five minutes late, with like uh, I don't know McDonald's bag, and I was like, but it was one of those most ridiculous. 
um, over exaggerated swaggers. His arms were like, what are you doing? Like a puppet. Ah, it was like. <laughs> It's Edinburgh Uni against Great. Did they have a story on in that? No, I didn't have a story on. I was like, but I was just like, what are you doing? Um, and they get in a firm. Some stories about they get in a firm, like. Um, I don't think there was enough people there. Um, there was one guy who just kept shouting um, about how bad Gretna were, and he was a Gretna fan. <laughs> and then, and then there was, he cleaned for a penalty in the first half, right? And the ball went out. He was right behind the goals. The ball went out right out next to him. And instead of getting the ball back, he sort of like took one step towards the ball and then turned around to the goalkeeper and said, apparently, eh? the keeper's just like, give me the ball. <laughs> it's just like, he took another step and it's like, it's like, give me the ball. <laughs> um, so, aye, other than deranged Gretna fans having arguments with guys that can't influence anything, um, aye, aye. Um, but I won't be won't be at East Petherall this weekend. I'll be at the Christie Gillis. So back to the Christie. Yeah. Where will we have floodlights? Well, there are floodlights. Aye. Aye, but first game of them maybe, perhaps towards the end of the well, game. No, sure. no, you'd have to switch them on at half time. Aye, that's all right. <laughs> Should have got a remote control today. <laughs> you can't like switch them on like ten minutes from the end of the game. I wonder if they'll ask you to cut the ribbon <laughs> at the opening. <laughs> that's. The, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm, let's get this trending. Shut up! Callum to cut the ribbon at Sybil. I'd miss. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Good luck with your predictions this weekend. Hope you do rubbish and I can get myself back up somewhere in contention. <laughs> Ashley still leads the way, I think. Yeah, fair play. Opening up that gap at the top. I'm now in the Europa League places now. So uh, it's not you're toiling, you're toiling. I'm uh, mid table mediocrity. No problem with that. Tony Pulis. Okay. <laughs> I've been Andrew. I've been Calm. And that was Ember Football Podcast.